When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Almost all of the focus through the training camp that begins tomorrow will be on the offense. How does Ben Roethlisberger look? How does Najee Harris look? What about that offensive line? What about all those wide receivers? Who will start at tight end? And oh, by the way, what about that offensive line? At the same time, let's not pretend that this team won't be defined by defense. Again, good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. Your Pittsburgh Steelers will take to the fields, that's plural, at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. for the official beginning of the 2021 training camp. And when they do, it says right here, right here, that they'll do so with a top five defense in the NFL. I really believe that. I'm sorry. I love Bud Dupree as much or more than anybody else possibly could. Those of you who've been following me for a long time know that I went to bat for Bud back when that was very uncool. Bud was Jarvis Jones this, Jarvis Jones that. Bud was never anything of the kind. Bud was able to do things in a special way with a freakish physical talent. And eventually, Bud put it all together and got back there and wreaked havoc. But pretending, for whatever reason, maybe just doom and gloom thinking, that this defense was all about Bud or even principally about Bud is is crazy. It's just crazy talk. Ask yourself who the best player is on this defense. Oh, right, it's T.J. Watt. Who's the next best player on this defense? It's Minka Fitzpatrick. You can keep going right down the line with the way Cam Hayward performed with the terrific season. I think underappreciated season that Stefan Tuitt had. The impact that Joe Hayden has, the potential impact that Devin Bush has. Now, all of a sudden, where are you looking at Bud? 
And it's not like they're going to leave the position vacant as some kind of tribute. You know, it's not like they're going to just set Bud's numbers down in the grass and say, oh, well, we used to have a right edge rusher and now we don't anymore. There's still a real live football player over there. And speaking as respectfully as I can of Alex Highsmith, although I do not expect him to have a Bud-like impact in 2021, I do expect, as I laid out in detail on yesterday's show, for him to be the breakout player of this group. Now tell me from there, where is it going wrong? Where is it going wrong? What is the fatal flaw in this defense that would have it go from being one of the league's most dynamic one of the league's most aggressive to whatever it is that some people are expecting. What is it? What is it? I'm, I'm here listening. What's this thing that's going to make the Steelers' defense just become ordinary all of a sudden? Is it the right outside corner? If so, you're going to have to go back and look at the film of Steven Nelson's performance in 2020 because it wasn't all that great. He was terrific in 2019. He wasn't in 2020. So whatever it was that they achieved in 2020, they did so with a pretty average slash mediocre Nelson. It might even get better over there. Who knows? What if James Pierre is what the coaches are hoping for? You know, what if Justin Lane has a little bit of a fire lit under him after losing his spot on the depth chart to Pierre? What if the Steelers still go and sign another player for the secondary? I know that's not super likely at this point with no cap room, but Malik Hooker is still out there. What if Terrell Edmonds somehow finds another level to his game in terms of playing the football in what's shaping up as a contract year for him? What if? What if? Most of the what ifs here are good, though. Vince Williams versus Robert Spillane to be Devin Bush's partner at inside linebacker is a nice situation to have, you guys who are rotating. You have guys who are staying fresh. You'll need some of that up front, too. A lot of those guys are into their 30s. That's fine. Spell them a little bit. Get some, get some new blood out there. Keep everyone healthy, though. And this looks like a very very, very good group. More after this super brief word from our title sponsor. At Point Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real world experience and career building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. And then there's a couple other variables to throw into the mix here. Alliterative variables, no less. Character, confidence, camaraderie. Go right ahead and roll your eyes at the intangibles. Go nuts. You'll do that right up until Sunday at 1.02 p.m. when the football flies in the air, and all of a sudden that stuff is taken seriously. This group has that in abundance. It oozes that 
in particular on the defensive side of the football. This is not a group that's going to be undone by Bud Dupree not being there. This is not a group that's going to be undone by Mike Hilton not being there or Steven Nelson not being there. Heck, I went through that whole thing earlier and I didn't even mention Cam Sutton, who's a dynamite football player, who's going to be elevated to a more prominent role, something you could easily argue he should have been a couple years ago and would have been if it hadn't been for Hilton's specific skill set meaning his ability to slot cover but also to blitz the corner sorry to blitz the quarterback and everything else terrific football player i'm not saying he's going to be better than hilton i'm sure not going to say he's going to be worse i'm going to ask this again I, i like to form arguments like this i like to ask for not injuries here but your worst case scenario from a performance standpoint on this defense where's your hole where's your flaw where is it is it right outside corner if so you know go ahead and make the argument that that somehow undoes everything else here because there are solutions at right outside corner if pierre doesn't work out which by the way the coaches seem to think he will you could go get somebody I really, really, really like this defense. I like their ability to get to the quarterback, to pressure the other team into doing things they don't want to do, to sealing the run, which matters in particular against a couple of the divisional opponents, Baltimore and Cleveland. And I like their ability, above everything I just mentioned, to continue producing turnovers. Will it be at some astronomical rate like it was a couple years ago? I don't know, man. That's tough to duplicate. Some of those are balls that you're lucky to have bounce up into your lap, to be honest with you. That's a lot of what turnovers are. They're luck. But they have the talent. They have the same people, for the most part, to produce those turnovers. You still have Minka out there. You still have Hayden out there to get these turnovers. And maybe we'll continue seeing a little bit more of what we saw of the early version, the very early version of Devin Bush, when he was having those balls bounce up into his belly and running them back. Remember that? What's missing? What's the fire alarm here regarding this defense? Top five. Mark it down. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you on this program, always by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They help people out hurt in car accidents, who filed for workers' comp or medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG take pride in keeping the promises that they make. They've been keeping promises for over 80 years in our region. Learn more about them at LGKG.com. 
question comes from Tyler, who asks, with the Steelers adding Melvin Ingram, is that enough to feel comfortable with the depth at edge? I would think so. And again, I, I throw that out with a gigantic asterisk, meaning TJ's got to stay healthy. But Ingram's addition helps ensure that TJ will stay healthy. Remember, since we've been talking a lot about edge rushers in this show already, that TJ and Bud at one point were getting spelled by Anthony Ciccolo. I really like Chick, so this isn't a dig, okay? But there was a significant drop-off, okay, whenever Chick would come onto the field. I mean, tried really hard and everything else here, but he wasn't making anything happen. Now when TJ comes off, uh, or Alex Highsmith comes off, you will have a guy out there who's been a star in this league. And, yeah, that is past tense. But we're only a couple of years removed from Ingram having seven sacks for the Chargers the last time he was healthy in 2020 by every account, not least of which was the injury report itself. Ingram was really banged up with the knee, missed nine games, ended the season on IR had no sacks in 219 pass rushing snaps. Not a great look. Still made some things happen for L.A., but nothing like what he had done the year before. The one thing you would hope you can take to the bank about Ingram's status right now is that the Steelers medical staff did a bang-up job of checking him out when he was in Pittsburgh on Monday. That's the number one thing because they're all that matters. If they find that that knee is in NFL shape, then there's no reason Ingram can't go out there and handle, oh, 15, 20 max snaps per game, right? Nothing to stop him from doing that. And from there, you can utilize other edge rushers in other ways. Let's say Ingram is your guy who spells TJ. Depending on which side of the football they decide to put him, you can get Cassius Marsh involved. He's got some veteran experience. If you like the training camp that Quincy Roche has, I've heard from some of you uh, listeners responding in comments, don't forget about Roche, don't forget about Roche. I'm not. I'm not. I hope they don't forget about Roche. I hope they stay open-minded, meaning the defensive staff and Mike Tomlin. Because you can see an edge rusher make an impact in preseason games. How often have we experienced that in the past? Say this all the time. The players who can make the biggest impact in preseason games are running backs and edge rushers. They just stand out. Generally speaking, if you can go four, much less five deep at edge rusher, you're in a good spot to try to directly answer your question there, Tyler. But the hole that was missing, certainly in Keith Butler's eyes, and he made that quite clear in his session with us at OTAs, was the number three slot. I don't think Butler felt comfortable entering the season with Marsh uh, or Roche or someone like that assuming a quarter or so of the defensive snaps at a position that pretty much characterizes who the Steelers are defensively. Do you see what I'm saying here? Teams 
scheme against the Steelers' defense based mostly on how they're going to contain those edge rushers. And the moment you take that away or have some significant drop-off, that's a big problem for your defense, including from a schematic standpoint. So, again, ideally, Ingram is healthy. Ideally, Ingram is hungry. And everyone else stays in the same status. It's going to be a good defense. It's okay to get excited about this defense. Like, green light on that. Let's accept that much. Look, training camp starts tomorrow. We're going to start swinging things more toward a positive, hopeful standpoint on this program. Uh, I can promise you that much. Because this is just that time of year. Who wants to be the wet blanket, right? I appreciate the question, Tyler. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And we will have another one tomorrow.